Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Today is part 16 of our What We Believe series, and you never knew we'd stretch it this far. <laughs> it's it's good. We've, we've really been able to tease out a lot of subjects and ideas that um, we may not have come up with on our own to talk about, so um, I hope you've been enjoying it, and thank you everyone for who has been on this journey with us through this series. Uh, part 16 is Prayer and Worship. And that is not um, battleship as in a war ship. Um, I've been told by my youth that I say war, war ship instead of worship. And I don't know the difference. So that's my uh, <laughs> Oklahoma say, accent. Do you say wash or wash? Uh, wash I say wash. Wash your clothes. Wash your clothes. Okay. Yeah, wash. I don't know. I, it may be depend. You know what? Here's the thing. It depends on where I'm physically at or who I'm talking to, because apparently if I go back to my hometown, my entire accent and language changes. Do you uh-huh. have that? <laughs> no? <laughs> okay, it's just me apparently. But um, my, yes. My hometown is Tulsa. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> How do you talk in Shawnee? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, apparently my um, entire uh pronunciation changes so you, i may get to the wash wash the clothes <laughs> do you wash the clothes everett no 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 i think i use wash but i may be wrong anyway so prayer and worship um so let's just uh jump right into it everett i will start with you here what is what is prayer to you Tell me more. Uh, prayer to me is a conversation um, or relationship with God. Um, it's just a conversation with God. Okay. Very simple, to the point. Is there... I'm a simple person. <laughs> oh, you're an onion, Everett. <laughs> um, uh, all right, let's. Okay, uh, Tom. Uh, what is prayer to you? I think prayer is, this will sound, you know, you'll make fun of me for this, Everett. Uh, prayer is life. So it's not so much an action, although it involves action, as it is. It's it's like cooking into... Um, it's like you're the only thing I can think of. This is stupid. Is a transformer when I was a kid, and they had the energon cubes. Do you More remember that? It's the eye. Yeah, and they had to uh, hook in. If they didn't have it, they they couldn't function. And so, I think that's what prayer is. When I was a kid, I saw it as an obligation. This is something you have to do, and if you can say it the right way, God might listen to you. You know, yeah. which is pretty much a Greco-Roman like pagan mm-hmm. idea. But I think what it is instead is us connecting to God so we can be changed and get life. 
it's not about you know a laundry list of requests or something like that I like What's it to you, Justin? I like the Transformer reference. What did you call the cube? Energon cube. Nice reference, dude. Did, did Booker tell you that, or do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. You know, from the 80s cartoon. Oh, yeah. I watched it all the time. I just didn't remember what the cube was called. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Is that like their... Okay, sorry. Uh... Um, uh it's a cube for me, but it's um it's like a Rubik's cube, <laughs> and I am always trying to figure it out. Um, so I would say that it's um it's it's uh you know what I was watching the Karate Kid. Actually, I've been watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> me too. Which is outstanding. My gosh, the writing. Just, it is a good show. Wow. Um, so if Karate Kid fan, do the Cobra Kai. Um, you should watch the old movies first. Though. I agree, yeah, which I'm going to go back and do too. But in one of the episodes, the Daniel LaRusso, I think that's his name, character, talked about balance that karate brings. And there's something to, when I feel most called to, um, not, you know, as you kind of said, there's life, living life is a prayer to action, deeds, stuff like that. But this, when I'm called to sit down and spend time in quiet, there's like a lacking of balance, um, and it's just something I can feel within me, um, which is which is odd uh, because my prayer life, um, if you, <laughs> that phrase is funny, um, <laughs> it is ever changing. It is it it's one way for a month and then this way for a month and whatever it is, um, but there's something just that isn't balanced and I don't feel yeah balanced so uh, I like your analogy better than mine <laughs> um uh, can I, I so tear us up uh, e tear us up well so here's what I was going to say is I, I I I'm always torn between this idea of Justin, I resonate with this, that, that my tendency is I'm going to try this for a while. I'm going to try this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I listened to this podcast um, a while back, and the guy was really talking about sort of your health. And um, the, the, whole, the whole talk was stop being a tourist in your own health. Mm. And, you know, and he talked about how, you know, people – you know, they'll go and they'll be vegan this week and yeah, then they'll dieting. go and they'll do keto. Yeah. They'll do sure. keto and then they'll do this. And you know, one, one, one day they're doing hit and the next day they're, you know, doing, you know, and there's no consistency. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that part of our consumer culture, um, discourages consistency as a virtue. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I struggle with the same thing you do about in, in terms of consistency. So right. I'm not, I, I hear you and that resonates with me. Yeah. I find that it's just different seasons that mm -hmm. different prayer types speak to me. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I know both of you are huge um, uh, fans of uh, morning prayer um, and, um, and praying, you know, the prayer, the, the daily office. Sorry, that's what I was trying to get to. And, uh, you know, that that works for me sometimes. And, man, sometimes it doesn't because, um, it, you know, so it just depends on where it is. And then it's back to the good old extemporaneous sometimes. <laughs> you need to get right, Justin. 
Thank you, Tom, for saying that. Oh gosh. So, so for me, it, it is prayer is what it is to you and God. And, um, and so that's really what it boils down to. And, and there is no right or wrong, um, because I'm, <laughs> I can be sitting at my work desk and I'll just rattle off something and start talking, you know, and, uh, in my head to God, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, and so, well, let me say that I think that, that we can sometimes too narrowly define what prayer is. Yes. And so, That's good. you know, if you're not, if you're not on, you know, your knees with some candles lit, and, <laughs> you know, it's, it, that's, that's, you're not praying. Right. And so I think that there's, there's a, uh, and, and Paul, one of his letters, he talks about, about um, pray, praying without ceasing. And I mm-hmm. think that's really, you know, that's where the, the image of conversation really resonates with me because, you know, I, this constant inclusion of God into, you know, the day-to-day life rather than, okay, prayer is only that thing when I'm in this certain position, you know, with these candles and this incense and, and whatnot. Right. And there's a it place. Kind of, for, go ahead, uh, Tom. You go ahead. Say, so, yeah, I think there's a place for that too. Um, and but it's not like, well, I'm not back at my prayer closet. I can't pray, you know. But it, there is a place for that too. <clears throat> of um, you know, we we've talked about this. So, um, but just that place of where you go to to relax, you know. Um, yeah, we did talk about this. Everett, you talked about your recliner. I think maybe in your room, bedroom, whatever it was you know, or, or TV, whatever it was. And that's a place where you, you know, and I think there's something with that, with prayer was setting aside, whether it be icons or candles or whatever it is. Um, I mean, mine's a lazy boy, <laughs> the, you know, that I sit down in. So Tom, what were you going to say? I something? was going to say, um, I feel like Everett, what he said is kind of alluded to in the catechism where it talks about the different kinds of prayer, adoration, praise, thanksgiving, penitence, oblation, intercession, petition. I would see the on your knees with the candles probably is more like adoration or praise. Mm. Oh, yeah. Different times call for different things. Hmm. You know, that's interesting you said that because I read that. So um, the fourth bullet point on page 856, that's what he's referring to. Um, is <clears throat> as something that you do those prayers in all it, it, those are uh, how do I say this those are parts of a prayer and so if you we've talked about the acts ACTS um, form of prayer acknowledgement I said acknowledgement adoration acknowledgement whichever one it is confession thanksgiving supplication and I, so I thought those were like parts of one prayer, not necessarily, you know, you pray adoration at one time and then you do penitence at one time and stuff like that. Is that how you think about it? <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you do, you, you don't, you're not like, <clears throat> it's not a recipe where you're trying to right. fit all of these in, in order to like make the perfect prayer is, is that these are all, there are different types of prayer. Hmm. You know my you know my personality though. <laughs> I, I've got it scheduled and structured, and I'm gonna <laughs> check it all off until I get done. <laughs> uh, so it's exhausting. Uh, 
Um, the kind of praise, or the kind of prayer that I think we do the most often from that list is petition. Mm-hmm. We're constant, you know, and there's nothing wrong. That's where that's a good place to begin, and that's generally where there's a sense in which the prayer, the daily office begins and ends with the most common types. Because I would say the second most common type is penitence, or the Orthodox call it supplication. But that's where you're just, what drives us to prayer generally is lack or guilt, you know? Mm -hmm. So so, uh, in the daily office, you begin with penitence. You have the confession. And the idea is that, so then you can be free to pray Mm. through the office. Oh, yeah. And then it ends with supplication because we have that time where you you get to freestyle your prayer, you know, (laughs) improvise. (laughs) Yeah, so there's the long period at the end where you can just say whatever you want. Well, and this is, and, and, you know, I was talking to a a friend of mine who is a... um, who's an Episcopalian, but came from a Pentecostal background, and he really misses that, Jesus. that time of, <laughs> of speaking, you know, speaking in tongues. And, oh. um, and, and so he prays the daily office, but that period becomes his time in which he integrates this, this spirituality of speaking in tongues, which is a big part of, of, of who he is. And, um, you know, for some people that might be just quiet centering prayer. Other people that might be where they pray a rosary. I mean, I, you know, that's, that's where you get, um, you know, lots of different options there. Yeah, sure. I mean, my, my go-to is extemporaneous, just riffing, (laughs) rattling it off because that's what I grew up with, you know I mean? So that's just like, you know, the good old, I don't even know what to say here. I, it's just comfortable. So, which some people is like, no way, never, whatever. So you just get in where you fit in. <laughs> um, so a, a question, I guess. Uh, let me see what our time is. Okay. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm going to just uh, pass this one. So let me ask you, Tom, I'll start with you this time. What advice do you have for people who struggle with prayer? And we kind of touched on this a little bit, I think, but you can, and it's okay if you don't have more to add, but... What advice, that's what I find, is that I feel like people, a lot of people, um, I, you know what, maybe that's not true, but people, some people struggle with it. So what advice do you have for them? My advice would be to trust a cycle of prayer. It doesn't have to be the daily office. Um, but you need to expand your view of prayer, broaden your horizon of what prayer can be. For me, um, that was somebody gave me a book of Psalms that was from St. John the, the, in Boston. What is that called? St. John the Evangelist. Yes, St. John the Evangelist. And so this is their cycle of Psalms. And the person who gave it to me, he's a hospital chaplain, friend of mine, challenged me to just let these be my prayer because I had kind of lost the ability to pray. Hmm. And... And so trust this 
these psalms, this cycle. And I got through that book, having thinking I had stopped, given up on prayer, and I found the psalms, this cycle. Um, they did it once a month. That just it had all the words that I needed, and it made me look at scripture in a new way. Made me look at prayer in a new way. So I would I would trust trust somebody else. If we're just saying our own words or relying on our own guidance, you know, we're not going to get much further than ourselves. And the, you remember, Tom, hmm. you, you and I went to that prayer school um, at Brian's Lawn's church up in uh, St. Joseph, Missouri, and. And Brian is a guy who kind of came or is from a free church sort of tradition, but has been incorporating um, liturgy and tradition and things into um, into it. Um, and one of the things he says is, is that that prayer is formation. And he says this is where it's vital um, to not to, to not only just simply say, OK, I'm going to pray for Justin, I'm praying for Tom and I'm praying for, you know, our list of people, or here's the things that I'm, you know, I need to, you know, I'm worried about my own life, but we need the language of the prayer tradition to form us in knowing how to talk about God. Um, And that was, that was um, really helpful for me as, as prayer, as formation in terms of learning the language. If I just, if I just pray what I want to pray, my prayer is going to be much different. Hmm. Um, you know, his book, water and wine, water to wine, I guess. Uh, yeah. he, he wrote in, um, it, there was a prayer that he prays or did pray or prays each morning, which was some form of morning prayer, but it was in that. Um, and, um, I just remember that being there, but, uh, that's something to where, um, writing my own prayers. I've, um, I've done that just on my phone in um, the text app or whatever it is. And uh, it's something that has been collected, I guess, over the years to where it are things that are uh, that I just feel important to remember. <laughs> you know, I mean, one of them and I was talking about this in class on uh, Sunday with uh, the youth. And just one of them is um, just being uh, not a lot. Uh, sorry. Making sure people are important, more important to you than your to-do list. Let's just say that. Um, it's easier said than that way. And just something like that is just something that I, as my personality, I need to remember because I'm, just as I referred to earlier, I'm that schedule guy. I got to get it done, check it all off, and boom, I'm done. You know, and that's, and, and so those, uh, over the years, I've collected those kind of, you know, and, it, and turned it into a prayer. Um, and so maybe throughout whatever prayer I'm doing, I will stop and go over this, um, goodness, I don't know. It's probably like 25 bullet point things <laughs> that I read just kind of as something to, you know, remind me and to stay fresh in my mind, so to speak of, of what it looks like to be loving and, um, in my life, something to along those lines. So, um, yeah, I forgot about that prayer school. That's good. Um, uh, I don't think I asked you, Everett. What advice do you have for people who struggle with prayer? Um, I think just you know, just do it. I mean, I, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I I think that that I, I you you are going to struggle with it. Mm. You're absolutely going to struggle with it. Um, and 
and and that's okay to struggle. That's not a sign of, of disbelief. That's not a, a sign of, of, of God's absence. It, it, you know, with, there are, you know, there are times in which you are, you are going to, you know, I was sitting there and I was thinking about this because I, during the pandemic, I've sat there and, and watched a lot of the shows that I enjoy the most. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, that it provided a sense of, of comfort. Right. Transformers, G.I. Then, Joe. Got it. Right. And so there's, <laughs> so there's sometimes when I go back and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this is so great, you know, and, 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 yeah. And then there's other times like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've, I've watched, you know, I've watched this one too many times <laughs> and both of them are, that's, it's okay. Hmm. Good reference. Um, Good analogy. I mean, that's good. You know, I think that's where I would probably sit with it too, is um, in a sense of just do it. Um, that that tone can have, but I, I, breaking it down like you did, I think that makes sense of just knowing that you are going to struggle with it. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe you will find something that is comforting that you can just sit with for the rest of your life and do it. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Tom, you seem to be comfortable with what you do, um, daily prayer or daily office and everything. And, and that's great. Um, but for me, as I said, there's seasons. And so, um, I think just the act and understanding that that is, and that's where I've kind of moved into, um, this place with prayer is being okay that it is a struggle, being okay that it may change and look different from season to season, but it is still prayer and whatever it is. And sometimes there are seasons without prayer, um, but maybe that prayer is just coming in different form. Maybe it's more action and deed than it is words and time, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So something along those lines. All right. What um, this is... <laughs> What, uh, I'm going to give you a minute to think about this one. What should people expect from prayer? Because I feel like there are a great deal of expectations in prayer, uh, especially, I'm going to keep rattling here, so especially within my former tradition, it was something, I mean, actually, uh, what, oh gosh, claim it and name it or some kind of phrase, which wasn't really my tradition, but I, I know that mm. one. Um, but there's those kind of expectations that get sit, uh, set on prayer in certain traditions um, that I feel are, hmm, don't work for me. I'm just going to say that. And so, um, and I'm not picking on the name it and claim it. I don't even know which way to claim it or name it, whichever way it is. Um, I'm not picking on that, but that came to mind. So there's this expectation of if I pay, pray for a million dollars, then that's going to happen. Or if I pray for, you know, grandma to be healed and come home and live another 50 years, that's going to happen. And those kind of expectations, um, for my, for me and where I'm at now are just not a part of prayer. Um, yet I still pray for people to be healed. Um, and I don't know if I can tell you why. So backing away from that again, what should people expect from prayer? Um, whoever is ready can jump in with that. Otherwise I'm going to call one a, yeah. (laughs) To be challenged and to grow. Hmm. 
or changed. That's good. To be challenged or changed. Okay, to be challenged and to grow or change. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a comfortable thing. It's like praying. It's like be careful what you ask for. You know, mm -hmm. be careful what yeah. you wish for. You might get it. Right. Don't Isn't pray that... for wisdom if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I struggle. Um, yeah, I mean, as we talked about, but the the that's a good point. Um, actually, it's uh, this is something we've referred to often. But the more I know, you know, quote fingers, the more I know, the more <laughs> the more I realize I don't know. Um, that kind of plays into this too. Um, you know, the growth and change is not always easy. Um, that comes through it. What else? Anything to add to that, uh, Tom? More on that? What to expect? That was about it, I guess. To be challenged to change, yeah. How do you think people perceive prayer? What do you What do you think the uh, majority? Mm, that's not the best word, but. What do you think people, what is a misconception of prayer? Because you said change and growth struggle. What is the other side of that coin? What do you think the perception is in that way? That it's about um, God doing stuff for you. Hmm. I think that's what people think prayer is. M most people. Um, and people, you know, and that's not what it's about. It's about God changing you. Um, which is a hard thing to wrap your mind around. I'm not saying God doesn't respond to our prayers, but I don't think it's, um, it's not just about our laundry list. I, I've used the, um, uh, just because it's commonality in our culture, but the, I've used the genie in the bottle, um, analogy before and i would say that that's how i um grew up understanding prayer is you know you rub the lamp and you come out and genie comes out and you get wishes and so i would go to bed wishing <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know i'd like to look back and say i wasn't that greedy <laughs> you know i don't remember wishing for millions of dollars but that was something that um and i've told the story before it's been years though but um i was downtown serving at a ministry that Everett and I are involved in and um a woman and I were talking and and um and she said that she'd been praying about it and that at pretty soon someone was going to come down the sidewalk and give her uh $10,000 because she had prayed about it and it it needed it was going to happen and needed to happen you know and those are that's stuck with me so much of that misconception of what prayer is or what God is, is, um, um, that, and that's something that looks into my past. And so for me, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't, that's not it. That's not it. Um, and I believe that, um, I don't believe that that's how it's treated, but and that's some, that's the way I'm trying to not offend anyone here, but that's the one the way that some people, uh, still understand it and believe it. And I think that is a misconception. Um, Everett, what should we, what should people, we people expect from prayer? Well, 
I think that, you know, if you start with the, what's the end in mind? And if the end is a deeper relationship with God, um, then you can sort of set your, um, your expectations based upon that. So the end goal is not the winning numbers of the lottery as much as I wish that that was true. Right. (laughs) Um, and, and so, I, I mean, I really think that the end result is a deeper relationship with God. And sometimes a deeper relationship requires struggle and friction, right? Mm. I mean, you think about your relationship with, yeah. you know, a spouse or a friend or a parent, right? There are times in which you have to, um, you know, argue something out in order to, you Apologize know, to your wife later? Yeah, I know that one. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I mean, there are times in which there are things that have to be talked about in order for a relationship to grow. If you just avoid those things, then you won't grow. That's good. Um, That's good. And and so I think we need to see all of those things as part of the religious life and experience. That you know, they're yeah. And so I just I think you know I think the the, the fewer expectations you bring to it now the better it's sort of like in the uh, you know paul sort of relies on this image of of training when he's talking about you know the the religious life like Mm -hmm. he uses athletic training language and you know if i said okay i'm gonna go run a marathon and i start today and then tomorrow i'm like god i can't i can't run for 26 miles i'm so disappointed (laughs) man i'm a failure um, right. I mean, I mean, yes. we, it, I, I've set up unfair expectations and the same thing comes with prayer. Boom. Good one, Everett. That's, that's good. good, Everett. That was very good. Yeah. Um, you know, that's <laughs> so prayer, prayer is struggle, but from that struggle comes growth. Yeah. Hmm. Good talk. <laughs> I like that because um you know that's the that's the funny thing about like going to a prayer workshop or teaching prayer because you feel like you're going to get done and someone's going to be like and then this is how it works. But that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to burst your expectations, but prayer is struggle, but from that comes the beauty of growth, new wisdom, a deeper relationship with God and uh you know, from that becomes a deeper relationship with humanity and in the world around you. So good stuff, gang. Good stuff. All right. Thank you all for listening and may the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at fun drain pod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.